0: What's up, baby? What's up, baby? God damn! How you doing, girl? Oh, you know, fucking living the dream. How you doing? yeah, yeah, <laughs> living the dream in quarantine. Yeah. Ooh, that's like a new slogo. Slogo. God damn it. <laughs> Did you say slogo? That's a new fucking skletch phrase. God damn it. <laughs> I'm already dying laughing. <laughs> I promised myself I wouldn't be too drunk for this, this time, like last week. <laughs> oh god!
1: <laughs> just oh, the man. fact that you
0: doubled down on my fuck up was just perfect. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, Aaron, give me your goddamn. Well. Yeah, It has been real hard not to fucking tell you this because... Yes! I've been so excited. You keep like dropping hints. You're like, oh, can't wait to tell you my goddamn. And I'm like, just tell me. I'll act surprised. And you didn't tell me. No, I didn't tell you. This shit is fucking in. affecting my life negatively in the following ways. Ooh, hot off the press. Tell me about it. My phone is broken. What? <laughs> but you've been... Oh. Have you been using your... Laptop? laptop no no i could and i can and i do sometimes here's the thing yeah yeah it's not broken broken uh-huh just the entire screen came off <laughs> didn't you <laughs> not- get it replaced yes i did not the screen protector cuz there isn't one cuz i live dangerously i yeah. just it just the whole fucking screen popped off like together i what like it's not broken or busted it just like will come off separately i said together but i meant separately like when i hold my phone this way it'll come like it'll fall down and like shit is still i i want to show you look can you see it hang on let me oh it's like a pop socket but on the wrong side and of your screen (laughs) yeah (laughs) and it still works except for the home button that's the only part that doesn't work (laughs) how do you get home you just swipe every I had you. to huh? no I had to make a home button and then I'm like a disabled person using my phone like if I didn't have fingertips this is how <laughs> I would have to use my phone so then I have to put in my code manually every time and like tap this little fucking see this little thing right here that's a home <laughs> button It's like a cursor <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> that's wait the a minute only way.
0: your phone is so fucking old it's time to upgrade it anyway I know, but we're in a goddamn pandemic. What yeah, the fuck be am I so supposed excited to, do? to take your money? <laughs> well, yeah, but I have to go to a fucking T-Mobile store or whatever, and then Brandon's like, "No, we'll go to Costco because you don't have to pay an activation fee." And I was like, "Cool. When are you gonna go to Costco and buy me a new phone?" Because I'm not bringing the kids. Like, yeah, yeah, that shit takes a thousand years, and uh-huh. I'm not bringing the kids to a goddamn Corona-filled place. Like, exactly. Oh shit, how did it happen? Did it just fall down or one day you picked up your phone and the faceplate came off? Like, what the fuck? Mm, according to the insurance. Yeah, <laughs> according yeah, so to me. Recorded. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing because I don't buy insurance on my phones either because no it sounds like fucking seven years old and I've never broken it. Like, I broke it once. Remember the screen cracked and then I got yeah. the screen replaced. Yeah, it's cheaper to not have insurance. Yeah, exactly. And so the place that I got the screen replaced from, I was like, yo, this shit is a lifetime guarantee. And absolutely nothing happened. And my screen is now falling off of itself. (laughs) It's not cracked, it's just not attached to the phone anymore. And they were like, we'll refund you everything, but we're not servicing anything. Because I was like, can you just come and fix it? Like, I just wanted it to be fixed, like, put my screen back on. (laughs) And they were like, yeah. On account of the pandemic, we're not coming out. Here's a refund. So they gave me a refund for my screen fucking crack thing, which is great. But like, but I want my phone back (laughs) together. Yeah, my phone is broken. (laughs) (laughs) I'm considering it so that I, because literally like I have to make sure my kid doesn't touch it because that shit's coming off. Yeah. Yeah. And I I can only put it down on its back. Like if I put it down on its face, then you pick it up and like the screen is going to be on the fucking table where you left it. Oh, do you have like an old otter box or something where it like curls around and held that shit in? Well, the case that it's in right now curls a little bit, but I don't have an I don't have another one. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm considering like, I don't know, clamps or something. I don't fucking know. This shit's yeah, rough, a man. Couple of wood clamps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Get out those old butterfly clips from the late 90s. Early exactly. 2000s. Yeah, the little hair clips. Ting ting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I've been fucking dealing with. And it's rough. That's it's a rough life. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Poor soul. I'm like a handicapped person trying to use my phone. Yeah, seems like you're figuring it out though. Yeah, you know, I'm learning to work through my disabilities. <laughs> you know, you could probably remove the password, the like lock screen, because you're not going anywhere. No one's gonna take your phone. You're right. You're right. (laughs) All right, Stacey. What's your goddamn? Oh, girl, you already know it. But uh, a couple days ago, my pops, my dear old dad, he Mm. had to go to the hospital because he couldn't fucking breathe. So he had to call an ambulance at like four in the morning. He got admitted to the hospital. They did a thousand COVID-19 tests. And by that I mean two. And they both came back negative and they did some chest x-rays. And it turns out he has pneumonia, but he caught it, like, really early on. So there's that. Uh, But they keep saying, like, he has all the signs of coronavirus. Like, I guess. Really? Yeah. I guess when you scan your lungs with coronavirus, there's this, like, crushed glass looking fucking nodules or some shit in your lungs. And he has that. And so they're like, this is a sign of coronavirus. Like, you have all of the symptoms and signs. He doesn't have a fever. He doesn't really have a cough. He was coughing some shit up, like, two days before. But it wasn't, like, a persistent dry cough or anything. It was just like, eh, he coughed a couple times and some crud came up. So he knew something was happening. Yeah. But in the middle of the night, he monitors his oxygen levels all the time. And they were, like, in the 60s, which is, like, dangerous. Ugh. And so he had That's to That's fucking scary. Yeah. So he had to call an ambulance and all that shit. And so, you know, then they find out, well, eh, this is what it is, it's pneumonia, and they're treating him and obviously they're like everybody's fucking gowning up, he has a mask on and everything. We can't go visit him or see him because of mm. coronavirus. And he had this like procedure done today where they like rinse out your lungs with a garden hose. <laughs> oh lord that's terrifying (laughs) (laughs) okay it's called a bronchoscopy but he gets them pretty frequently since having the lung transplant and so they did it today because it's he's due for it anyway and also it'll clear a bunch of crud out of there so they did it today and then they took the like liquid from that and they're going to test it again for a third time for coronavirus Because his other two, yeah, his other two came back negative, but they're like, you have all the signs. So we just want to be like, definitely fucking for sure that you don't have it before we relax our restrictions around you. Because like, like I said, he's in total isolation, basically. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. I was (laughs) going to say that works out to his advantage because especially like, you know, if COVID patients are around, you want as much protection as possible. Yeah, for sure. Because he cannot get it. No. That's fucking terrifying. I know. That's what I'm so afraid of. So life has been a little fucking stressful because, of course, I am like the highest anxiety level person in this whole entire world. So everybody's like, he's in the best place possible. He's doing great. And and I talk to him and he sounds like happy and chipper. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like waiting for the other shoe to drop or something. So I just can't wait until he's home and everything's fine. But I fucking knew this was going to happen. Ugh, the best place possible for him is fucking at home, not around anybody. Yes. Like, except for your mom, obviously. Agreed. Yes. Like, but just that's it. Like, yes. don't, don't venture out. Don't fucking join the mass protests. Don't, don't do anything. Leave. Yeah. Yeah. Leave him fucking alone. Yeah. Out. Just but hang seriously, out. seriously, man, like leave it to my dad to get pneumonia during a pandemic. <laughs> right were you like what the fuck man like yeah like how do you get pneumonia was he like was he working in the yard or anything like is he doing something to get like dust in his lungs i have no idea just like, it's my dad so he does everything all the time so i'm sure i'm sure it was something like that yeah who knows He's like i was just building this shelf and the sawdust yeah <laughs> got i didn't, into my I didn't lungs. wear a mask even though these are new precious lungs i was just breathing in the soil <laughs> i have no idea but he's so, living that new lung life. <laughs> he is, man. Seriously. So he's still in the hospital. He's been there for a couple days now, like two days and or one day. Ugh. I don't even know. Well, no, it's been two days. Uh, they'll definitely keep him probably, I'm guessing, until like over the weekend and shit because they have to like wean him off of oxygen and stuff. So we'll see. Oh my but God, fuck, man. Talk about distraction. I just want a vacation. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Ugh lame and then to top it all off like half of our fucking listeners are getting COVID 19 i'm like what the hell man this sucks yeah there's been so many on there hey henry yeah we're thinking about you we think about you all the time don't fucking die (laughs) seriously nobody die from this oh my god this shit's this shit's awful i I remember when it first started you were like we're gonna know someone who has it and he's like you're dumb no it seriously was like bringing me down i was like fuck man this is gonna impact like so many people yeah and i was like no we're not you're stupid and then fucking you're like well we're gonna know somebody like through the podcast that either knows somebody who has it or something and i was like you're crazy and then now there's fucking two people at least i know if not more well, yeah. there's been a lot of people that have hopped on and said like either family members or some shit are like in the hospital and they're suspecting that. And I don't know, man, just you guys stay safe. And if you need us, we're here. Yeah. We might not do much, but we're here. <laughs> I mean, we can't really do a whole lot of anything on account of fucking there's a pandemic going on, but also yeah. we will be there Like for I can't you. even do anything for my own dad. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But we'll be there for you to bitch to, or yeah. To fucking... I will. I will fucking Amazon you some Tylenol. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you just want to pour it your might heart out, come in three months. But <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so both of our worlds are just falling apart slowly, but we're still here. So there's yeah. that. Yeah, you know, this is the one fucking silver lining, shining light in my day. Murder, oh. murder. Yeah, talking about someone else's misfortunes. <laughs> Speaking of misfortunes, Erin, you should tell me your story. Alright. I am gonna tell you about the granny killer. Ooh. That mm-hmm. sounds pretty fucked up. <laughs> it is. So not the Grammys. No, not the Grammys. The granny. grannies. Yeah. Yeah. Grannies. Yeah. Whatever. In my household, grandma is called Grammy. So yeah. Grammy. Alright. <laughs> Mine was always called grandmother. <laughs> uh mother dearest uh grandmother if you would get me another apple juice <laughs> who am i kidding it wasn't apple juice it was the fucking barrel juice you remember that shit that's right it was <laughs> yeah i do with the foil tops yes. and everything like tasted like foil every time you drank from it if you didn't peel all the foil away yeah you had to try and break it with your fucking thumbnail and it was never never hard enough no i know i could feel it with my teeth still because i always used my teeth oh i never used my teeth my for mom would anything. yell at me i bet and then it would like cut your lips because the (laughs) plastic was sharp yeah because they did not have fucking regulations on that shit no (laughs) at any rate so these grannies. okay we're just gonna fucking jump right into this i don't have a hell of a lot of background if any i'm ready for it okay okay this is in spring hill florida on august 7th 1993 okay florida of course (laughs) fucking right A fire breaks out at the home of 80-year-old Sophia Garrity. And uh, upon investigation, police discover that inside the home, Sophia was dead. Oh, God. There was no sign of physical damage to her body. And there was no sign of an accelerant or anything used. So they're like, wow, that's fucking crazy. Was it like inhaling the smoke caused her to die? No, they didn't really say how like what caused her to die but basically like fire like she, she was dead. yeah she okay. was just yeah. dead and they're like she's she was very very burned so they're like not oh, a whole lot of evidence said no physical damage to the body so i assumed she was not burned. oh yeah no that's dumb like no broken bones got it okay yeah. so she was burned she was physically damaged <laughs> okay okay gotcha. but there was no no broken bones or like no fucking crushed skull or anything like that so they're oh, like shit I mean, she must have just burned up in the fire, Fire, right? Yeah. So police don't suspect any foul play. And they assume that there had been an electrical short that started the fire. Mm -hmm. The only thing that seemed kind of out of place were that the window was broken and a jewelry box was slightly moved. But they're like, "Mm, that could be a coincidence. Fire moved it. (laughs) Yeah, the fire could have moved it or she could have been like, you know what? I really want this on the left side of my dresser. I don't know. I don't Hold know up. how Who far it was moved. Comes into a crime scene and they're like, "Listen, I know firefighters have been spraying powerful hoses all over this shit, but that jewelry box has slightly been moved." <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. So they were like, "Okay, maybe it's a coincidence or it's nothing." Like, but it was different, okay, I guess. Which also, yeah. why wasn't yeah. the jewelry box burned up? Yeah, I mean, maybe she spontaneously combusted. <gasps> maybe. Okay. Okay. anyway <laughs> okay so then the next day another fire broke out like just down the street from Sophia's house and Ooh. It, it was at the mobile home of ruth goldsmith and she was mm-hmm. 70 years old all right again no accelerants were found no fucking physical damage like broken bones or anything was found on her body that could be determined anyway because again she was severely burned up Got it. There was physical damage. (laughs) (laughs) A whole lot of physical damage of not the physical damage type. (laughs) Gotcha. I'm with you so far. Uh Uh-huh. So they assumed that it was just another electrical short that caused the fire. And apparently they're like, I mean, there must be some shitty electricians working in this fucking town, right? Wow. Okay. And then on August 17th, which is like nine days later... Alice and William Whitney, who are both in their 80s, they were attacked in their home and beaten severely. Oh, God. Yeah. A neighbor heard their fire alarm going off and went over to check on them. They were still alive. Ah, but Their curtains had been burned, so somehow this fire had been put out. I'm not sure if they weren't able to identify or describe their attacker or what, That's literally all the information that I could find on them. It didn't even say if they like, I mean, spoiler alert, some shit happens. It doesn't say anything about like trials or anything like that, like them being involved at all. But they live. Yeah, but they live. Wow. And their curtains were burned. And their curtains were burned and they were beaten severely. But I did learn that they used to walk to a restaurant every day, twice a day, and Alice would walk pretty far ahead of William. And Oh, she mad? I don't know. I think she was just like, dude, I'm fucking hungry. Okay. Like any, any woman. Very relatable. <laughs> is like, I just want to get to the goddamn restaurant and get our table. Yeah, that we I'm not here at. for your leisurely stroll. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe William was like, just go ahead, honey. I have to put my fucking suspenders on. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they were like, let's show up separately so that we could role play that we don't know each other. I don't know. Ooh. Like, you get a discount if you're alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. we we'll pretend to meet each other there. <laughs> but I guess they would always walk, like, pretty far away from each other. And then other neighbors and stuff said they only ever saw Alice outside the house. Like, they never saw William outside the house. So. Okay. It's possible that someone watching might have thought that Alice lived alone. Oh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. and Pick- that's why they attacked mm-hmm. because mm. the other two were just women living alone and now all of a sudden gotcha. it's a couple right yeah yep and then on september 2nd 79 year old lydia riddell was found dead in her home she had been best friends with ruth who was the second oh woman shit found dead that's shitty yeah but this time there was intact duct tape found binding her (gasps) wrist so yeah police were like okay this isn't just a fucking shitty electrician this is yeah a serial (laughs) killer there is fuckery afoot yeah there is some fuckery afoot for sure i did not mention but also she was burned in her home her home had caught fire got it On September 30th, Sophia's, the very first woman that was found dead, her neighbor Mm -hmm. was the next victim. Oh, shit. He's like, like, I'm assuming he, very sexist of me, I know. This person (laughs) is like hopping fucking like or sticking around in the same neighborhood even. Like the same goddamn Goddamn street. Yeah. 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 Just fucking hanging out right there. So this one was 87-year-old Lorraine Daw. And the killer tried to light the house on fire per usual, but this time Mm -hmm. when he closed a door, it caused another door to slam or to like suction shut, essentially Mm -hmm. extinguishing the fire without giving it a chance to burn much. Yeah. Because of Like cutting off the oxygen. Exactly. Fucking fire sciences and shit. Yeah. Yeah. You got to know what you're doing. Exactly. And he he did not really, apparently. Or he did for Mm. the most part and then was like, fuck it. Let's close this door so that... All over here, Burns. Yeah. Oopsie poopsie. So police were able to find a fingerprint in the soot. Ooh, a fingerprint in the soot? Mm Mm-hmm. That is like the best place to find a fingerprint. (laughs) It's already dusted for you. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Dust for prints. Oh, wait. (laughs) Yeah. Hold up. It's right here. Exactly. So at the same time, police got an anonymous tip about someone who had done handyman work on All of the victims' homes. Oh god damn it. It's always the fucking handyman. Right? It's literally never once been the handyman in this (laughs) podcast, but still. Um, I'm always suspicious of the goddamn handyman every single time. It has been once. It has been. He was working on like a fucking college student's room or something, like a landlord's Mm. fucking handyman. I don't know. Maybe it hasn't. Don't know. Henry? Has it? We need him to stay alive because he has a whole goddamn history of our fucking podcast in his brain. Seriously. (laughs) Seriously. He's like the encyclopedia of I said goddamn. I know.
1: And so for purely selfish
0: reasons, stay alive. Yes, please. (laughs) Also, you're pretty awesome. There's that. And then there's that. (laughs) (laughs) So at any rate, the caller, this fucking anonymous tipster, they said this handyman's name was Edwin Caprat. Oh, Edwin, tell me about it Edwin. Well, he went by the nickname Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool nickname. What's your real name? That is your real name. I'm working on a nickname though. Mike. <laughs> apparently he had seen that fucking movie so and he was like down periscope that's my fucking (laughs) it's so random edwin went by mike he went by mike oh man i wrote (laughs) my cool nickname great nickname (laughs) he was a 29 year old man who was currently couch surfing on his sister's couch and doing handyman work for his dad's business hmm He also had a dragon tattoo. Ooh, <laughs> say it ain't so. A dragon tattoo. Yeah. Completely irrelevant, but I felt the need to tell you. We need it to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so more relevant is that he had been a suspect in the robbery and murder of a man in Tampa two years prior. Oh, God. Okay. But there wasn't enough evidence to convict him, so mm-hmm. they let him off. Okay. He ended up being charged and convicted for using the guy's credit card. Oh. Well, yeah. that's not nearly as bad <laughs> as the <No>. original. <laughs> oh, fucking God, murder offense. charge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But he only had to serve a house arrest for like a short while. And then wow. he was fucking scot-free, right? Wow. Yeah. He, he got off pretty easy there. Oh, yeah. So Mike had also been interviewed by the media after Sophia had been killed. Mm -hmm. sophia was the first one to die yeah he got interviewed by the media yeah like on the fucking news and he's like yeah isn't this fucking scary so crazy yeah i was just doing some handy things over there (laughs) right i'm not sure what he said but i'm assuming he was just acting as like the fucking oh i'm just a concerned neighbor like yeah not in my neighborhood exactly and then Another thing we know about Mike is that apparently his neighbors referred to him as, quote, the Neanderthal. Oh, because, Lord. Yeah, they had seen him fighting with his girlfriend on the front lawn. And oh, then God. He he grabbed her, he threw her over his shoulder, and he brought her back into the house, kicking and screaming. Okay, well, I thought you were going to say he, like, bonked her over the head and drug her by her hair. Dragged her by her hair. <laughs> Whatever I mean, the right word is. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been a lot worse, but it was still pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Either way, he was like, this is mine. Get in the fucking house. Right? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So then the neighbors just had like, I don't know, a little running joke where I was like, oh, the Neanderthal over there. Oh, my God. That's a terrible joke. I know. (laughs) Oh, we call him Bam Bam. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, God. So police put him under surveillance and they put a tracker on his car. Yeah. Smarter. Yeah. And then his fingerprints came up as a match to the one found at the crime scene. In the soot. In the soot. Exactly. Oh, shit. We're on to you, buckaroo. Mike. Yeah. Fucking Mike. (laughs) (laughs) So police go to apprehend him and he's like, not today, motherfuckers. Oh, shit. What's he do? What's Mike do? Tell me about it. Well, he fucking takes off in his car, right? And the police are chasing him, but he's able to lose them what? twice. What kind yeah. of car is he driving? I don't know. A fucking Honda Civic. He has a dragon tattoo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it! Probably something super fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so fast. But they have this tracker on his car, right? So- yeah. So they're not. You're not getting lost. We're not losing yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. You're not actually fucking losing us. Yeah. So they assign a helicopter to follow him and the helicopter is following him for a while and then it has to refuel. This shit is like GTA and he has five stars. Literally. Yeah. Like he better go find a fucking bridge, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Go hide in the parking garage. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So... The helicopter goes to refuel, and I guess it's down for an hour or two. I don't know how long it takes to fucking refuel, but apparently it's a while. Yeah, a bit. And then when they get back, uh, like, up and going, and they're looking at the tracker and stuff, they're confused as to why the tracker was stopped Uh for 12 hours. What do you mean? Okay, so the helicopter landed for an hour or two and then i guess they were like well we have a fucking tracker on this guy so let's just watch him and see where he goes and then that's when we'll fucking get him right but then it was stopped for 12 hours i don't know who wasn't like hey it's been six hours maybe we just go get him like (laughs) what do you mean it was stopped like they went I'm so confused. Like (laughs) Like his car was not moving for 12 hours. I don't know what the fuck happened, but... After an hour of refueling, then they went to go look for him for another 11 hours. And they could, and they were like, he's just stopped. He's not moving. And they were just circling like in a holding pattern for 11 well, hours. I don't think they put the helicopter back up. But they were like, oh. they brought the helicopter down. They were like, we got to refuel. So they brought the helicopter down. And then they're like, all right, well, let's check where he is. And they check the tracker. And they're like, OK, he's at whatever place. And he's not moving. So like, let's just chill out for a minute. Yeah. And I don't know who didn't call it at fucking hour one like maybe he's gonna stay there we should go apprehend him yeah let's go check that shit out okay i got you yeah so then fucking 12 hours right goes by and his car is still at this place and they're like this is fishy we should probably move in and by fishy i mean they're like maybe he's staying here for the night like this is a perfect time to grab him (laughs) yeah not moving exactly i have no idea what they were waiting for i don't know who wasn't like hey man it's been 11 hours Yeah, (laughs) yeah, like uh, uh, go, (laughs) and we're ready. So they eventually go fucking check on his car, right? Uh huh. And they realize that he had traded in his car for another car at the dealership. What? Yeah, he was at a dealership. His car, car was had enough fucking... time to go car shopping. <laughs> Do you have any idea how long that shit takes? Oh, my God. It takes at least a whole day. It takes a long ass fucking time. Like, it's not just like, oh, yeah, that one. They're like, no, no, no let me show you all its features and buttons. Also, yeah. let's talk to our this finance is... guy. I think my manager can get it down a little bit. Yeah. Give me an hour in the back. By the way, let me spend 45 minutes showing you how to start your car. Right? Yeah. He had fucking 12 <laughs> hours though, and he was just like, yeah, no, that one's fine. No, I like the red. Yeah, sure. Wash it first. <laughs> like, oh I my don't, God. That's I don't crazy. Know. <laughs> right? Oh, shit. So, at any rate, he's eventually caught and he gave a full confession. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. He was like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> yeah. And all that shit back there, that was me. So, <laughs> apparently, Edwin, because fucking. Mike. He doesn't deserve the nickname Mike. Yeah. <laughs> too cool of a name. Yeah. Edwin's pretty cool too though, but you know. I mean, listen, Not today. Dif- not different today. times. Yeah. yeah. Apparently he was using rubbing alcohol as an accelerant to the fires. Oh, okay. How come Be- they didn't detect it? It doesn't have any petroleum in it, so mm. the machines that the police use can't detect it, and dogs aren't trained to detect that either. So oh oh well now that's fucking interesting as shit right yeah also he would get it from the victim's own house what like he didn't come yeah. prepared No, he was like ah, oh, here's your rubbing alcohol i guess like do you think he would like scope that shit out before while he was doing his handyman shit like Probably. oh just tightening this doorknob what he's in like this medicine cabinet i gotta go use the bathroom what's in this mirror closet <laughs> yeah yeah so apparently he would make a trail leading from the beds to the front door and then he would leave the bathroom door open in order to let the fire have enough air to keep burning okay and i don't know about the rest of them but ruth's house was a mobile home and she lived alone so i'm assuming it was like a one bedroom straight shot kind of deal like yeah yeah like right down the hallway to the front door Exactly. Like, the fire is just going to fucking sweep through this. Listen, I have, I've lived me in some mobile homes. I know all about them. Exactly. <laughs> I'm assuming shot. she had a single wide and, yeah. you know. Shit, even if it's a double wide, you can go, like, master bedroom straight in the back. It's like the last bedroom. Yeah, That true. shit opens right up into the hallway all the way to the front door. In my experience. <laughs> <laughs> in all of my expert knowledge. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that's pretty much what he was working with. Oh, and shit. He admitted that he had been surprised by William, like the police had suspected. Yeah. And he also admitted to sexually assaulting the women. Ah. Uh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Why? i i don't know because he's a fucking asshole wait okay so uh there is this show on netflix called age love gap if you haven't <sighs> binged it yet what are you I doing have, with your life i have i have it's horrible <laughs> and by so, horrible i mean not my cup of tea like obviously it's someone else's go away yeah yeah so it's a yeah. train wreck and it's exciting Oh my so God. this is a thing though, like some people prefer, like some guys prefer older women and obviously older women prefer the younger guys and vice versa. I mean. Yeah, I don't think these older women were into it. No, 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 not at all. But I'm saying like maybe that was his thing. Like that was know, his kink. I'm over here like, why? What was the motivation? But maybe that was his thing because obviously people have that kink. True. True. Again, Maybe. Not here to kink shame. But if you want to watch yeah. that documentary and judge people it's kind of fun it's real easy to on that one yeah no that's a I remember watching that one I think I started it like at the same time as you or one of us texted the other and was like what the fuck have you seen this (laughs) you need to watch this Yeah. yeah 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 gross yeah anyway this guy could have been on it potentially yeah he could have been uh maybe that yeah maybe that was his thing I don't know at any rate he was doing that and then he killed him Yeah, and he told police that he had killed Lorraine, the last one, by stepping on her neck in order to Uh, break it. Oh, God. So that he could put her out of her misery because she was having a heart attack. Oh, my God. This is the worst story you've ever told me. What the fuck? Uh, That's weird. Okay. Also, this is in all of his fucking medical knowledge, right?
1: Yeah. Like, like she's
0: clearly uh, having a heart attack. She's definitely having a heart attack. Yeah, he has no fucking idea, but he stepped on her neck, and she was the oldest one. She was 87. That's so sad. Oh, my God. This touches my heart because I know so many old people, and I used to take care of them, and that's so fucked up. Dude. Ugh. I'm fucking 30-something, and I'm like... Don't touch my neck. Already exhausted <laughs> from life. I can't even imagine being eighty-seven and being like, "Oh yeah, this is fucking something I could f- deal with mentally or physically." Yeah, yeah, no way. Right. You lived your whole life. Yeah. Oh my god. Speaking of fight off, I guess this eighty-seven-year-old woman, Lorraine, the la- the last one to die. She was like, gave him the hardest time and fought like. Fucking Ugh. incredibly for her life, obviously. Oh my god! Yeah, she didn't make it. But in like her younger years and stuff, she had been in the Olympics, and oh shit, she was I guess still rather spry at eighty-seven. But oh my god! I hope I'm rather spry sad? at eighty-seven. That's so sad, right? I want to be spry. I want to be spry now. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> <laughs> so. Edwin was put on trial and he was found guilty. He was sentenced to death in 1995. Wow. And after only serving a couple of months in jail. Oh, what are you going to tell me right now? (laughs) He was stabbed by another inmate and he died. A happy ending. Yeah. (laughs) Don't worry. I wasn't letting him out. (laughs) Oh, my God. He died? Where'd he stab him? I mean, probably a couple times. Yeah. But he was stabbed to death by another inmate. Shit, that's insane. So, fun fact, when they still didn't know who the murderer was, Edwin's sister was also interviewed by the media. Uh Uh-huh. And she was saying how scary it was and that she felt uneasy in the neighborhood and all that. Well, it's your fucking brother living on your goddamn couch literally her brother's living on her fucking couch and he's That's the one fucking insane. murdering these people and she's just like this is terrifying i'm not blaming her obviously no or no but she had no idea it was like it, the monster was in her home this poor woman yeah and she's just like this is so scary and Jesus. he's just like yeah isn't it so right? crazy right sis uh, <laughs> sis what's up oh step God. bro what <laughs> caused him to do all this like any information like or was it just like Eh, just wanted to do it or like I, he wanted to rape them and then he had a reason like now I have to kill them or what I don't know oh that's I awful. don't know I think it was like probably a kink thing because he sexually assaulted them so then he's like let's just fucking do that and then didn't want to leave witnesses or anything yeah oh god that's terrible yeah poor or women. it could have just been that they were fucking easy targets I mean, in, like, the grossest, most un- insensitive up. way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we know anything about his, like, background or anything that, like, maybe, like, triggered it or, caught, like, fostered it? Well, I mean, we know the background that he had fucking allegedly not murdered someone Oh yeah, yeah two yeah. years yeah. before. Yeah. Where Ooh. he didn't get convicted of it. Yeah. So he had a violent, well, allegedly... Had a violent past. That's crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. And that one, the murder, the motive was robbery. So in Sophia's, the jewelry box had been moved, but they didn't specify that anything had been taken. But maybe his original motive was robbery as well. Yeah. And that was the first one, right? Yeah. 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 Hmm. But then maybe he was like, oh, wait, I have no fucking use for this 80 year old hope diamond. (laughs)
1: <laughs> from the it's Titanic. It's the of the goddamn
0: ocean, all right? <laughs> exactly. And uh, so he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do with any of this stuff. And then <laughs> just oh, man. went on with up. the rest of it. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I hate that story. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay, well, Aaron, before I tell you my story, mm-hmm. I have to apologize because last week when I told my story about James Wolcott, Mm -hmm. I totally fucking forgot to mention in my drunken stupor that that was a listener recommendation. And that was recommended by Jasmine on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, she's awesome. I know. I feel like such a dick because she's always shouting us out and like tagging us in Instagram and shit. And I fucking totally forgot to mention that I got the whole goddamn idea from her. So, hey. Thanks, Jazz Mooney. <laughs> she's probably listening and she's like, fuck this bitch just taking right. my idea. Right, right. Oh, man, I'm such a dick. I didn't put it anywhere in my notes. And then by the time I was talking, which was literally only like five minutes into recording, I had totally forgotten because I was drunk. So I deeply <laughs> apologize. And I appreciate you. Motherfucker. So much. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for this shit? I'm so ready. Good. Okay, so this week I'm going to tell you about Eric running. Running? Like running. Like try to catch like, me running dirty. <laughs> yeah, that's writing. <laughs> that is. What is the what's the what's the running song? Nope. It was when we used to work at the smoothie shop and we'd hold on to the counters and do the running man. Like in the middle of my story, you're going to like yell out the song and be like, there it is. I know, right? Eric was born in 1951 in San Francisco, California. All right shout out to henry again yeah 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 what's up this episode's all about you henry because you got the covid and you need some yeah. help yeah and by you that, need to fucking perk up yeah so we got you boo yeah get better motherfucker right okay so eric's biological mother had been a young spanish woman who did not want to keep her baby and so oh. she ended up somehow coming in contact with this couple by the name of Lillian and Harry Running. And they took the young woman into their care and dur- like for the remainder of her pregnancy. Yeah. And then they ended up paying her a sum of money to keep her baby as their own. Okay. So she's just a surrogate mom then. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. But I don't think it was all planned and shit. No, but I mean, good that she had a fucking plan for it after. Yeah. Like somebody to help. Okay. So yeah. obviously, that baby was Eric. And on Eric's birth certificate, Lillian and Harry are listed as his biological parents. Oh, interesting. Eric spent his whole life believing that they were related by blood. Like he had mm. no idea that he was technically speaking adopted. Yeah. That's a fucking rough one. I don't know how yeah. I, much I agree with that. but Yeah. It might cause a little, a little conundrum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Later in life. Okay, so as he grew older, he started to notice that he didn't look like his mom and dad very much. And on several occasions, he would ask his dad if he was adopted. And his dad would always tell him that he wasn't. So his mm. dad continued. the le- He doubled down on it. Yeah, I don't like that. Mm-mm. I don't like that at all. Fun fact, when my dad found out that he was adopted, his sister was like, you're adopted. And he was like, uh. And then he went to his mom and he was like, was I adopted? And she was like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Huh, what a fucking way to lose an argument, man. <laughs> and that's how he learned, and that's why he is the way that he is. <laughs> oh, man. That is a way to lose an argument. <laughs> right? <laughs> God damn it. Okay, so Eric's parents were actually really heavy drinkers, and they would argue regularly. Oh, wait, So, you know, add to it. And when mm-hmm. he was only 18 months old, his mom, Lillian, took off, and she never came home. Oh, fuck. Like, like ever? 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 Like, ever. Like, she abandoned the family. Like, she went to get cigarettes and just never came back. Yeah, she's like, be right back. Love you, toots. Later, loser. Oh, fuck. That sucks. Right? Dude, that's your adopted kid. Like, you would think that you'd be like, all right, well, I owe you my entire life now. Because like, i agreed to this. Yeah, 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 I chose to care for you. Yeah. Now, well, like I said, heavy alcoholic, so maybe she mm. wasn't thinking right. I don't really know mm-hmm. the details, but she definitely left the family. And I think that she was being abused by her husband because they were arguing all the time. So she was like, okay. I got to get the fuck out of here later. Yeah. Like, I don't really know that much of her story, but, you know. I don't know, and I can't judge or anything, and obviously I'm not in her position, but goddamn, man, take the kid. Right. Okay. So she leaves the family, and she keeps very little contact with Eric as he was growing up. Mm-hmm. She basically stopped communicating with him around the time that he had turned four. So he was, Girl. she was like in and out, and then at four years old, he didn't hear anything from her ever again. That's I don't so know about sad. ever again, but it wasn't constant. Yeah, that's so heartbreaking. So Eric lived with his father, and his grandmother stepped in to help care for him until his father met his second wife in 1960 okay so eric's new stepmom was also a heavy drinker herself and she didn't show much affection towards him and his dad would regularly beat him with straps cords wire hangers or his hands like as they did in the 60s god damn that sucks you just fucking lost at the parent lottery oh my god seriously right okay so eric obviously didn't have the best childhood Which is why it's not really surprising that by the age of 11, he began heavily drinking alcohol himself. Mm -hmm. By 13, he was using marijuana. By age 15, he was taking LSD. And in high school, he started abusing methamphetamine. And at the age of 20, he started shooting and abusing. Okay, it said shooting cocaine in the veins. And I don't know shit about drugs. So I guess you can shoot that shit in your veins. All right. And he was also abusing heroin, crack, PCP, and pain pills. So he was having a bit of a rough go. I fucking guess. Yeah, man. That's, uh, I haven't done most of that. And this guy was doing it before he was fucking 21. (laughs) I know. Oh, my God. So he might have been some sort of troubled. He was feeling some sort of way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) About his life. And... In 1975, at the age of 24, he was actually arrested for armed robbery. I don't know who the fuck he was robbing or anything, but he got busted and okay. got in trouble for some shit. And they were like, you're not allowed to have guns and you got to chill the fuck out.
1: <laughs> you're yeah, on parole.
0: Yeah. You're, you've um, got some restrictions now. You can't just go be doing LSD and shit. Yeah. You showed us that you're not responsible. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to keep an eye on you. Uh, He eventually got married, and he would regularly abuse his wife as well. That was, like, what he grew Mm -hmm. up in. Yeah, it's what he learned. Yeah. She eventually entered a woman's shelter to get away from him, and Eric ended up getting a tattoo on his wrist of his wife's face with her throat slit and blood oozing from her mouth. Oh, So, you know. I thought that was, like, a romantic gesture at first there. Like, relationship goals. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god can you imagine like if an ex or even your current like if your husband got that like came home like look what i got tuts, no oh, i'd be like wolf. oh that's fucking psycho you're a psycho yeah what the fuck that's oh my okay. god and on your wrist everyone's gonna see that shit right and that's not even my best picture <laughs> <laughs> god what did you even give them for a fucking reference photo <laughs> Oh my god all right so this guy is a gem of a husband yeah sounds like it a real peach yeah real peach he also had some serious road rage and drove some car off the road and threatened its occupants with a gun God damn! i get. i think it was like two chicks or some shit and he just went fucking nuts and was like i'm gonna assault you with this gun and obviously they called the police and this violated his previous parole of like fucking armed robbery. You're not allowed to have a goddamn gun. Yeah. Or and like so he... run anybody off the road or anything. <laughs> yeah, like you can't be a fucking psycho. By the way, what's that tattoo about? Oh, that's right, you're a psycho. <laughs> Love that tattoo. What's that say? <laughs> Rot in pieces. Ah, that's great. <laughs> oh God. Okay, so uh, like I said, you know, violated some parole and so he was sent to jail. Yeah. For just a little bit of time, though. In 1991, he was charged with attempted murder because he stabbed a transient. But those charges were eventually dropped. That's all I really know about that shit. And then there was like this beautiful little five-year span of time where he cleaned up his act and he started to go to college with the ambition of becoming an addiction counselor. But he always had a hard time staying sober, which is, you know, one of the requisites of (laughs) doing that and so he you know wasn't doing so hot yeah he eventually landed himself a job as a long-haul trucker and he moved from san francisco to portland oregon okay now we're in 1996 and it's here in oregon where he meets a woman by the name of octavia anderson that is a name yeah and he fell madly in love with her. Aw, okay. So he's going to turn his life around. Yeah, but here's the thing. It's kind of an interesting little story, and I don't know all the deets because I haven't been able to talk to either of them. <laughs> but <laughs> Octavia had just gotten out of a 10-year relationship with her girlfriend who went by oh. the name of Barbara Gilpin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She's turning over a new leaf. Uh, Maybe. But none of the articles make it clear as to whether or not Eric and Octavia were actually dating or if they were just really good friends. Because if you're reading the articles, it's like, oh, for sure they're together. He's madly in love. And my next bullet is that she's going to move in with him. Like, they're fucking hanging out all the time. And so everything's like, he's madly in love and basically, like, borderline obsessed with her. But people who know Octavia were like, They were just really good friends. Like, they would dance and laugh together and all that shit, but they weren't in a romantic relationship. She was always with Barbara, and they were always on again, off again, and this just happened to be in an off again period. So, Uh, I don't fucking know. So, it could have just been, like, a roommate situation that they're going to move in together. Could have been. But he obviously, like, thought they were in a relationship. So, maybe they were. All right. I just don't know the fucking answer. Yeah. So... Like I said, they move in together and everything's going great. Octavia was an artist and a poet who worked part time as an accountant. And her yeah, like two like those fucking don't go polar together. opposites. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and her actual legal name was really Jacqueline, not Octavia. Ah, Octavia is a way better artist name. It is, oh, that's probably what it is. I didn't even consider that. Boom. Solving mysteries. Need an artist question answered? Ask an artist. <laughs> That's what I always say. Just rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> That's what I say right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Eric shares a lot about his childhood with act with Octavia. And he even mentions that he really believed that he was adopted. Ooh. And then one night, both Octavia and Eric are at his dad's house and a an heated argument kicks up. I don't know what the fuck happened, but Eric and his dad are like screaming at each other. Mm-hmm. And in the argument, Eric throws out something about him being adopted, like, I bet I'm adopted or whatever. And then his dad replies with, quote, You're damn right you're adopted. Oh so, shit. Yeah. That's a worse way to find out. Right? Yeah, another <laughs> shitty way to win an argument. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it, I didn't want to be right. Yeah, I didn't want to win this one, Pops. Okay, so this news absolutely devastates Eric. And he said that when he heard those words that he felt devastated and enraged at the same time. Uh-oh. And he felt numb and scattered and like he was just viewing himself from another place. Like it fucking rocked his world when that shit got confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. And shortly after learning this, he starts drinking more heavily and this kind of like kicks him in a downward spiral mm-hmm. and his relationship with Octavia starts to unravel. Oh, she was his rock, his muse. Uh, yes. Uh, so he ends up in and out of detox centers because he was like that fucking bad off that they were like, you need to chill the fuck out. And then yeah. he'd go there for a little bit and then he'd come back home and he'd start drinking again. And he wasn't doing so hot. And Octavia was over it. Like, I don't want this poison in my life. I need to just, like, go back and be happy and do my shit, right? Yeah. And so she starts planning to end their relationship. Whatever the fuck their relationship is, she's like, I'm getting out of this. Yeah, their relationship, friendship, whatever. She's like, I'm cutting you off your toxic AF. Yep. Later, loser. So on February 24th, 1998, Octavia and Eric, they go out to lunch and they end up drinking and smoking and they somehow end up at this bar that's called The Ambassador. Mm. A lunch turning into a bar date? That sounds like a good fucking time. I can't wait for this quarantine to be over. I know. I was going to say, that sounds like <laughs> us before children. Like, yeah. <laughs> do you just want to go for brunch and then drink the whole day away? Yep. <laughs> It's 2 o'clock and all the lights came on at this club. (laughs) I think it's time to go home. Thank fuck our goddamn husbands know how to track our iPhones and find us. Yeah. I need a ride. (laughs) Okay, so they're at this bar, right? Yeah. They go in and they each order a drink and they go to the back room to play some pool. I guess this was like a common bar that they all went to. They were all comfortable there. It was like their neighborhood bar. All right. So they're playing pool for a little bit and then Octavia leaves for about 10 to 15 minutes and she uses a nearby payphone. I'm sure it was like right outside the bar or some shit or even in the bar. And then she returns and she plays some more pool. Shortly after that, the bartender observes the pair having a quiet argument. And this is presumably when Octavia was breaking things off with Eric, like telling him, hey, man, like you're too fucking much for me. I can't do this shit anymore. I'm going to move out. Ooh, that's rough yeah yeah and so the bartender sees do it this while sh- everybody's been drinking <laughs> yeah right at least she did it in like a public place though yeah, she probably smart. knew him well enough like i should do this somewhere where i have fucking witnesses yeah okay so the bartender sees this and eric gets up and he leaves the pool room and he goes and sits at the bar alone and he sits there for 10 minutes and he doesn't order a drink or anything he just sits there like fucking glaring like dude is pissed oh okay but he's like i'm not leaving i'm just gonna make everyone around me uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) right like i'm just gonna be super weird yeah (laughs) well he eventually gets up and he leaves the bar and so this is when octavia then goes and makes another call which she spends about 20 minutes on the phone and then she goes back to the bar and she orders a drink and starts like thumbing through the karaoke songbook all right so she's like you ain't gonna ruin my night i'm still gonna get down Yep, hell yeah. And she's like, what's the perfect song to kick off this fucking night? Always Journey. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Streetlight. Okay. So around 10 p.m., Barbara Gilpin, Octavia's ex-lover, comes strolling into the bar and joins Octavia at the bar. Ooh. So I'm going to go ahead and guess that this whole time Octavia has been calling Barbara. Yeah. That is me speculating wildly. But, so they're sitting at the bar, they each order a drink, and they hang out, and they have some dinner together, and then around 11 o'clock, they get up, and they go to the pool room, and they play some pool. Okay. Okay, so 11.15, Octavia returns to the bar to order some more drinks, and at the same time, Eric comes walking in and meets her at the bar, like, runs into her at the bar. Yeah. And Eric approaches octavia and says quote come outside right now you fucking bitch i'm going nope. to kill you nope nope not gonna do that nope, nope. not today not now not never thanks nope. later bye yeah no thank you no nope, i'm good he then pulled his index finger across his throat as if to like seal the threat just like his fucking tattoo right like come outside <laughs> i'm gonna fucking kill you <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's so dramatic man yeah And so he does this, and Octavia just rolls her eyes at him and totally fucking ignores him, which I'm sure pissed him off even more in all of my experience. And then she turned to the bartender, who was her friend, who's at like the bartender is the one who was like, uh, I don't think they were actually dating. I'm pretty sure they were just like in a friendship. You know, like, roommate situation. Yeah. So she rolls her eyes at him, looks at the bartender, and says, quote, I don't like him very much anymore. <laughs> and then, like, walk back to the pool room. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, yeah, I'm over him and his bullshit. Yeah. I don't like this guy anymore. He's lame. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be his friend anymore. Yeah. And like I said, this is, like, a neighborhood bar. or Like, they were familiar at the bar, very comfortable there. So. Yeah you know, she probably was just like, ah, this guy's being a dick. So immediately Eric storms out of the bar. And shortly after that, Octavia returned to the pool room, like, you know, right after that goes to the pool room and Barbara comes marching out with her cue stick in hand. And I'm guessing that she like Octavia had just told Barbara like, ah, fucking Eric just came here and said he was going to kill me. And so Barbara's like, I'll give him a taste of his own medicine. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know for sure <laughs> those words were not uttered, but she was pissed and, like, running towards the front of the bar towards Eric, right? Yeah, and nobody um, threatens your lady. That's right. And so right as she hits the entrance of the bar, Eric walks in, and he had a short-barreled shotgun in his hand, <gasps> and he pointed it right at Barbara and pulled the trigger, firing <gasps> it into her abdomen. What? Yeah, Dude is fucking nuts. Oh, okay. shit. He's not supposed to have guns. That's a violation of his parole. <laughs> this motherfucker breaking all the rules. He's not supposed to have guns. Yeah, he's not <laughs> supposed to have guns. So Eric then continues straight back to the pool room, headed for Octavia. And when he confronted her, like I said, she was really comfortable in this bar. And she fucking came at him full steam and yelled something along the lines of, like, what, are you going to shoot me like you just shot her? Like... She was like, fuck you. I'm tired of your bullshit. Jesus. I mean, he just shot a person. What makes you think he's not going to shoot you? Well, exactly. Uh, He shot her. He fired the shotgun and hit her in the left hip at close range. Oh, fuck. And so she falls to the floor. And then he walked up to her and placed the barrel of the gun in on her left cheek and then fired killing her instantly oh my god that's a terrifying way to fucking go oh my god that's like shit escalated man like tone it down jesus is barbara alive at this point okay so great question eric then walks back towards the front of the bar where barbara is laying and she seems dead like she's not moving or anything yeah, And then he stops and he kicks her body and then he presses the barrel to her left temple and fires again, <gasps> even though it looked like she was already dead. So she for sure died. Oh, God. Oh, that's so sad. I know. And then Eric hesitated like he was going to go back into the pool room or some shit. And then he ran for the exit and he said something along the lines of, I got to get me the fuck out of here. As a <laughs> that's a quote. That's it. Solid quote, quote. (laughs) Okay, so he runs through the back part of the parking lot, and he hops a fence to get away from the bar. And as he's escaping, his gun discharges. What? But, unfortunately, it didn't hit him or anything. His gun just, like, fired off a shot. Yeah. Because somebody's taking pops off tonight. (laughs) Taking shots tonight. I don't remember that fucking song. Anyway, you know where I was going with that. (laughs) Okay, so he hops the fence, gets away. Gun goes off, whatever, right? About a block away, he hides the gun in a stack of firewood. And this gun eventually gets discovered like two months later, like after the shootings. But he's like, got to get rid of this, tucks it in some firewood. Two months go by and he wasn't like, I should probably move that shit because winter's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's going to need some wood. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, he doesn't get that chance. All right. Okay, so he goes to his apartment and the next morning he decides everybody's going to know who the fuck I am based off of my looks. So I'm going to change them entirely by chopping off all of my hair and I'm going to wear my glasses. And also all these <laughs> clothes I was wearing today, I'm going to go to the pawn shop and sell them. So he like bags up his leather jacket, which I don't know if this was like his fucking signature leather jacket or what, but he bags it up, takes it to the pawn shop the next morning with his new do and he sells yeah. it. He then goes and hangs out with a few friends, and his friends are like, yo, you look a little different. Like, what the fuck? What's up with your COVID haircut? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's all Clark Kent needed to, like, look different with some glasses, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, there's another fucker thought he was going to Clark Kent himself. Like, don't worry. (laughs) Nothing to see here. I have glasses on. I'm a totally different person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and his friends were like, all right, I've never seen you wear these before, but cool. So at some point, one of his friends that he's hanging out with goes to the liquor store or some shit, goes to the store, and he notices Eric's face on the front of the newspapers saying that he's wanted for the murder of Octavia and Barbara from the previous night. Oh, shit. Right? Like, they got a bolo on his ass, and they got his face plastered everywhere. And so his friend goes back and confronts Eric, and Eric's like, yeah, I did that shit. Holy shit. Yeah, and mind you, these friends aren't like, like... They're probably not real friends They're like, drug, drug, you know, dealers or some shit. I'm just speculating that they were doing drugs and shit together, but. Yeah, well, he was kind of a shady character, so. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm sure, I mean, based off of their responses, they were not like, whoa, 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 get out of my house or I'm going to call the cops. They were like, whoa, you have three options. Like, you can turn yourself in, you can go on the run, or you can kill yourself. And Eric was like, well, that last option's pretty shitty. I don't want to do that one. Yeah. But around 7.30 p.m. that same evening, so the night after he killed Barbara and uh, Octavia, Mm -hmm. the police get a call regarding an assault victim at a construction site with a severe cut across his throat. Mm -hmm. And so the police get there, and of course it's Eric. Okay. This is a self-inflicted fucking Mm -hmm. cut across the throat? Mm Mm-hmm. So... They get him to the hospital, and he says something about how he wishes he would have used the last bullet on himself instead of throwing the gun in the bushes. And the cops are like, huh? And so they're like, what's your name? And he gives them a false one. And then meanwhile, the police are investigating the murders of Octavia and Barbara, and they reach out to Octavia's mom, and she confirms that she had been living with—that Octavia— Her daughter had been living with Eric this whole time and gave them his address. Yeah. So the police go and they search his apartment and they find shotgun shells along with his hair in the trash can underneath the kitchen sink from his COVID-19 haircut. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Before it was cool to get a COVID-19 haircut. So the police eventually connect the dots, right? They're like, okay, we get this guy with a wound to his neck that's in surgery in the hospital, whatever, and he's giving us this weird fucking name. And he's got a really bad haircut. <laughs> <laughs> it's really uneven and then, in the back. <laughs> yeah, there's something fishy going on here. And Eric's wanted for this shit. So they're like, hey, I think we found our man. Yeah. So they end up charging Eric with two counts of aggravated murder and one count of being a felon in possession of a firearm. All right, good. Fuck that guy. Okay, so as it turns out, the gun that Kevin used to kill Barbara and Octavia, it yeah. actually belonged to Barbara. <gasps> what? So, so Octavia must have taken it with her or some shit in the move. Yeah, like had it at her house for whatever reason. Yeah, but dude fucking murdered her with her own gun. Oh, that fucking sucks. That sucks so bad. So in trial, Eric argued that due to his rough past where he had constant female rejection from his, like, biological mom and then his adopted mother and then later his Mm stepmom, that when Octavia had tried to end the relationship, it triggered some, like, deep-seated mommy issues and he snapped and went into, like, a temporary dissociative state and he wasn't actually mentally present when the murders occurred. So, like, this is his whole defense basically like insanity for
1: a small yeah. portion of time
0: like yeah i can sit in front of you now and say like that shit was crazy temporary i shouldn't have done it insanity. yeah yeah exactly so uh, i don't know j- i don't know how i feel about that shit man like i don't know I, either on one hand i get the concept of it i get the idea of it and everything but on the other hand i've never been in a temporary insanity state so i have no idea if it's like i don't know fucking real yeah yeah (laughs) yeah or if we're just saying it wink wink (laughs) yeah exactly or if people are just like yeah i mean like maybe sometimes people can snap out of it i don't know like oh man shit i feel like to me i feel like i've come pretty fucking close so i believe i believe that you could do that i don't know if this guy did that or if he like he was an asshole to begin with like he was abusing women i believe that you could snap like you could snap and you could kill people and then afterward be like fuck (laughs) fuck (laughs) <laughs> like, like, ooh, that was bad. I regret everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, does that count as temporary insanity? Because, like, I don't know. Eh, no, that's just like anger issues. <laughs> yeah, like, I, like I'm not a doctor. doctor. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either, but I also am not trying to play around with that shit. Like, fuck, man. Like, I am thankful that I don't know that answer. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Like, I'm sure it's a thing. But do I think that's what happened here? No. Nah, I think the dude was drunk and tripped out and he was aggressive anyway and he fucking did it. Yeah. I mean, he had a pretty fucking suspicious tattoo. Yeah. That seemed like a pretty big asshole, some, right? Some violent tendencies. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. So the jury took all of this in consideration also and they found him guilty of both counts of aggravated murder and one count of being a felon with a firearm. And he was sentenced to death for the murder of Octavia and to life for the murder of Barbara. Oh, shit. Yeah. The reason for the difference in the sentencing was because the jury felt that Eric's intention was not really to kill Barbara, but it was directly, like, he directly stated to Octavia, like, I'm here to kill you. Yeah. And so it was obvious that he fucking planned that shit and he was ready to go kill her and that Barbara just probably got in the way or, like, was collateral damage. Like, he wasn't he didn't specifically state that his intent was to kill her yeah he didn't go there to to premeditate kill her or whatever yeah yeah she just happened to be like nah fuck this guy and he was like nope i'm gonna get what i came here for which is yeah yeah Yeah, isn't that crazy Ugh, (sighs) that's awful anyways so there's your little love triangle for the night jesus yeah a little rough Poor fucking Barbara. She's just like, man. I'm just here to have a good time, play some pool with my ex, maybe get back together. Who knows? Right? Maybe right? Pop back on, that gun the back on again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm just here to get that gun back and my. Fucking that was an expensive CDs. gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Or like sing some karaoke songs. We're gonna do a duet later. Yeah. She's just there to have a good fucking time. Fucked Ugh, up. That sucks. Yeah. God damn. So that's my story so is eric still in jail oh yeah he's on death row he keeps trying to appeal it and they're like we're not gonna appeal it (laughs) yeah no you're a fucking psychopath (laughs) yeah man stay there see what you did back there but not diagnosed psychopath you're just a fucking crazy person (laughs) (laughs) yeah right they diagnosed him as some big word that i didn't write down there you go but it was like temporary jeez Yep, 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 I yep. don't know, man. Okay, so, everybody, if you want to check out pictures pertaining to our cases, go to our website, isgdpodcast.com. We also have links to our merch and our Patreon. Whoop. You guys should come join, and girls, you guys and girls should come join us on our Patreon page. Every month we add one extra episode, and it costs as little as a dollar, and you get access to all of our past episodes. So, what the fuck? You're not doing anything else. Come support us, and eventually we can afford a fucking computer to go in the she shed so we can Twitch stream some shit. Yep, yep, that's gonna be fun. Y- yep, I need your face in my face. Miss your yeah. face. As soon your as face this- is in my face, but through technology, and it's not as good. It's not as good. As soon as yeah. this fucking social distancing is over, my face is gonna be all up in your face. Can't wait. <laughs> Also, you guys can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Podcast, or email us at ISGDPodcast at gmail.com. You can send us fucking case suggestions or love notes or just say, what's up, baby? Mm-hmm. Um, you can snail mail snail us. Snail mail. At P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, nine one nine seven nine Make sure you wash all the COVID off. We hear yeah, copper doesn't hold any kind of germs. So, you know, send it in copper. Yeah, send us a copper card because COVID only stays on it for like four hours. Yeah, we did the research. Yeah. <laughs> also, we got a sweet letter from fucking Isaac. Right. Okay. By the way, I still haven't been able to read it yet. No, that's what you get for being in fucking quarantine and it's all mine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you could just take a picture of it. God it. Mm. I could, yeah. I guess I should. Mm. It's a that's long a one, work. though. I know that's you why I'm gonna read for it. A treat. I got some time. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> you probably do. <laughs> yeah, but so fucking, bitch. thank you. I appreciate you. And he gave us some case suggestions that I might Ooh. not fucking send you the pictures to. Because that's fine. That's fine. At least one of them. I was like, hold up. Hold up! That hold up! Hold interesting. up! <laughs> you have my attention. Yeah. All right. All right. Is that it? I think that's it. I'm sure there's shit we're missing, but listen. Probably. It's Whatever. Late. Yeah. I'm tired. We had so many technical difficulties. <laughs> we did. So tired. All right, lady. I miss your face. Okay. Miss yours more. Bye. Bye. Bye.